This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you to the Warning Radio program. Wherever you're listening, welcome. I have with me again a a fan favorite, attorney Stephen Pigeon. He's been on my program so many times over the last few years, in fact, maybe a dozen years, uh, as we've reported on the uh, communist uh, traitor, uh, Islamic impersonator, as far as uh, saying he's an American. But uh, we're talking about when President Barack Hussein Obama was in office. We've done about 20 programs on his illegitimate presidency and the crimes that he did in office. Uh, We did programs on Hillary Clinton when she was running for uh, president, Uh, again, exposing her felony crimes, uh, trying to do our best that people would not vote her in. And we're discussing today uh, the tyranny going on in the United States. So, uh, Stephen, welcome back. Well, thank you, Dr. Hanson. Great to be with you. Stephen's also the founder and president of the Sefer Publishing Company. I have Eric Hurd also with me, uh, apostolic leader from Hawaii, uh, Sons of Issachar. Welcome back, Eric. Thank you, Dr. Hanson. Thanks for having me. Now, we're in trouble. All of us know we're in trouble. Um, I'm going to read headline news. It says, we have a communist takeover. Thousands of New York City firemen and police officers defy vaccine mandates in largest protest ever. I read October 26, 2021, New York City Mayor Bill de Palagio mandate last week for all city workers to get COVID-19 vaccines gave rise to even more protesters standing up against what they see as a violation of freedom of choice and communist takeover of the country says the Epic Times was there to interview some of the New York Police Department officers and FDNY participants, firemen, and witnessed the massive march across the Brooklyn Bridge that ended in front of City Hall on Monday afternoon. Protesters chanted slogans as they marched in support of freedom and against the mandates issued by de Blasio and President Joe Biden. says active fire Department New York Captain Jason Wendell of Engine 274 said there were thousands and thousands of them present in the Monday march. New York City firefighters and police officers have been exposed for the last 20 months to COVID-19. 
Most of us have gotten the sickness and gotten over it perfectly well and have natural immunity, Wendell said. And the fact that the mayor and politicians are not acknowledging that the vast majority of us are already naturally immune is nothing short of tyrannical. It's tyranny. Says there were thousands and thousands of New York City firemen and New York City police officers, sanitation workers and teachers here to protest these obscene mandates. The mandate will affect 160,500 city employees, which includes first responders. If they fail to show vaccination proof by October 29, they will likely be sent home without pay. Attorney Pigeon? Well, it is tyranny. There's no question about it. And uh, it not only is it tyranny, but it's a crime against humanity. And everyone who, you know, and this is the thing that is so outrageous that these politicians are so audacious uh, in their, you know, basically doing, carrying the water for the criminal organization, Pfizer, that um, they are engaged in crimes against humanity. And I want to spell that out so it's very clear. The 1947 Nuremberg Code is the code that was created to prosecute Nazi scientists who were engaged in eugenics. And if you recall, the Nazi roundup began with the vaccine protocol. They claimed that the Jews were unvaccinated and therefore had to be put in camps. That's how it began. And what we see here is we see this very same path being followed again by the very same people, the heirs of the Third Reich. And when you're talking about tyranny, I mean, when we look at the 1947 Nuremberg Code, we have to distinguish between that and the Universal Declaration on Bioethics. The 1947 Nuremberg Code specifically addressed medical experimentation. And it is a crime to mandate medical experiments without a person having given their fully informed consent. And of course, nobody has fully informed consent because we're still learning about what's in the jab. And so as a consequence, if you mandate an experimental medical procedure, you've committed a crime against humanity, which, by the way, is worthy of death. We executed seven Nazi doctors in 1947 under that code. Now, the Universal Declaration on Bioethics, however, is much more comprehensive. And it talks about preventative medical treatment or diagnosis. Well, we know that a mask is preventative medical treatment. We know that a vaccine is preventative medical treatment. We know that quarantining the non-sick is preventative medical treatment treatment. We know that contact tracing is preventative medical treatment. All of those require the informed consent of the person to participate. And the Universal Declaration also includes a clause that says, this is all under Article 6, if you refuse to give your consent, you cannot be prejudiced or harmed in any way. Now, to engage in prejudice or harm against the person who refuses to give consent to a medical experiment, is a crime against humanity worthy of death. That's what it is. It's a crime against humanity. Now, the, the people who claim that they have science on their side, who actually are a group of ignorant buffoons who know nothing about science, they claim, well, the FDA has approved it. Well, the FDA approved uh, a vaccine called Cormenati, which actually is not available in the United States at all and won't be available until the end of 2022. 
So, and that was for Pfizer alone. What about AstraZeneca? What about Moderna? What about J&J? And what about the current shot that Pfizer is putting out on the table, including their third and fourth booster? None of those are approved by the FDA. They're experimentally use authorized, period. They're an EAU gene therapy device. They are not approved. As a consequence, it is a medical experiment, and anyone who mandates it, any private employer who mandates it, any governor who mandates it, any mayor who mandates it, any school board director who mandates it, any HR person who mandates it, anywhere in the world commits a crime against humanity that is worthy of death. That's just the flat facts of the law. And the Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights, together with the 1947 Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Conventions and the Hague Conventions, are all international law applicable in the United States. So said the Second Circuit in the case of Abdullah versus Pfizer. That's the situation in the country right now. These people, de Blasio, is committing a crime against humanity. Wow. Wow. In your opinion, what can be done, Steve? Hmm. Well, you know, it is written, John. Come out of her, my people, as you share in her plagues. And I must admit, I have been up all morning wrestling with this question, the very question you're asking right now. Because the story that I read last night is that uh, Chairman Xi there in Washington is intent upon mandating that all private companies must enforce the jab. Now, that, of course, will be accompanied with substantial civil penalties, could be. You know, in France, if uh, if you haven't gotten the jab and you try to enter any public space, you can be in prison for six months and fined 6,000 euros. If you're a, a, a private business owner and you admit anyone who has not been jabbed, you will suffer a fine of 45,000 euros per incident. This is in France, currently speaking. And they have there has been discussion of these kinds of robust penalties in the United States. Uh, one of the demoncrats, one of the you know demon-infested, Satan-worshipping uh, people in Congress who uh, espouse uh, the Democrat Party have came out and said they want to impose a $47,000 fine for every employee who is employed by a private company who is unjabbed. That, no, that is not law. I want to make that clear. That is not law, but it has been proposed. They have proposed withholding veterans benefits for those that are unjabbed, withdrawing Social Security from those who are unjabbed, denying medical care from those who are unjabbed. And in fact, many hospitals in the country right now are treating the unjabbed people uh, with complete and total disdain. I have personal testimony from a friend who was in a hospital in Missouri and the head of the staff came to her and said, we're not giving you any treatment whatsoever because you failed to take the jab. As far as we're concerned, you killed yourself. And nonetheless, they kept her in that hospital for almost a month. And she, of course, refused the ventilator and refused the remdesivir. And they were going to let her die right there on the spot. Uh, fortunately, they had some people smuggling in ivermectin and, and uh, hydroxychloroquine, which, by the way, just for your own information, John, 
there are two countries. There is Uttar Pradesh, a, a nation state in India, has gone completely to an ivermectin prophylaxis, and they've eradicated COVID in that province entirely. Japan has completely abandoned the VAX protocol and is now on ivermectin only entirely. Wow. Okay. And so these are these are uh, great solutions for uh, this issue. However, when we're talking about the state of uh, Washington here, we've got some really serious issues because those people, you know, when the governor mandated that every state employee must be jabbed, you know, he himself has probably taken a saline jab, but he has mandated the rest of the employees in the state take the jab. But for those people that have taken the jab, uh, quite frankly, you know, you're in Babylon and it's going to be very hard for you to leave her plagues. Very difficult indeed, indeed, to leave her plagues. And so now we have some very, very serious issues that are before us. Because if, you know, those who there was a, a movement that ha- happened out uh, in eastern Washington called the uh, hashtag you move movement. Well, OK, I mean, it's a great attitude. Hashtag you move, of course. The people that are in Olympia are going nowhere. And uh, so as a consequence, the failure to come out of her now leaves you in a situation where you're, you're really getting to a Sophie's choice. And for those of you who are well aware, those of you who may have already have heard of natural, heard natural immunity to this thing and who are well aware of what is contained inside these jabs, you know, you've got a real difficult situation in front of you. Because you're going to have to decide one way or the other what you're going to do. And unfortunately, in, you know, in places like the Chinese-occupied West, the cow, California, Oregon, and Washington, in those three states, you know, they're getting to uh, the, the Sophie's Choice quicker than other states. You know, because their governors are more willing to imprison people, to put you in a camp, to hit you with re-education, to fine you into oblivion, to hit you with criminal sanctions for failing to obey their criminal acts to exact tyranny and to engage in crimes against humanity at the request of the leadership of the Third Reich in Europe. And so what can I tell you? You're getting there sooner than you you would if you were in a place that didn't have those kind of mandates or a place where there were politicians currently in place who were standing against those mandates. And so soon we may be faced with uh, we may be faced with, you know, your faith or your life and that this is coming to a theater near you. Eric, uh, you've been living in Hawaii. I know that the states that Attorney Pigeon mentioned are are not good. But uh, recently I was in Hawaii and actually Hawaii is the worst of all 50 states. We want to comment on that a little bit. Yes, sir. You saw um, firsthand the compliance of the people and um, the inability um, to understand the times. And thank you, Stephen, for articulating in layman's term um, what's really going on. And so people are not aware. They listen to the local news and they trust the news. And so very compliant there, um, unfortunately. And uh, the mayor is a new order guy. He said he was, it's about the new world order, just like the, uh, the mayor Lightfoot over in uh, Chicago. And so, yes, it's um, uh, you have a handful of people, Dr. Hansen, that's fighting. Uh, thank God for that. Uh, Aloha Freedom Coalition, they're fighting. Only a handful of pastors are fighting, as I spoke to you before, is that 
you have some pastors saying that if you're not vaccinated, you can't come to church. So this is totally uh, illegal, unlawful. And so uh, we have to understand the times. And what I've been trying to do, Dr. Hansen, is to see spiritually, uh, have spiritual eyes to see what's going on. Uh, we know we can see those who are um, in Christ. We can see that this is the beast system, the new world order. Uh, can we push them back? Do we have enough voices? And what will it take? Now I'm seeking to um, put a halt to it. Yes, uh, that's the whole point of, of which which I'll come out strongly in the near future on Eagles Saving Nations, what, what we're about ready to uh, unleash, so to speak, uh, so people can rise up in this nation and, and other nations and do what we can to try to preserve that nation from from tyranny, if you want to say, like you mentioned, the, from the beast. Uh, another headline news, it says fact-checked VARS, which is Vaccine Adverse Event reporting system fact check vars data does not suggest covid-19 vaccines killed 150,000 people as analysts claims now uh, again they're trying to push back on what is being reported by independent news uh, it says an article widely shared on social media claims more than 150,000 people have died from covid-19 vaccines uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, told Reuters this claim is inaccurate. Again, we, we cannot believe any longer what the FDA ever says. But the article published on September 22 on the website um, claims that scientists concluded through an in-depth analysis that at least 150,000 Americans have been killed including 600 children have died due to the C-19 jabs in the USA. Steve? Yeah, well, the fact is the CDC recently admitted that the VAERS website only reports 1% of the total number. And they're reporting on their website right now 17,000 deaths. So actually the number of people killed by the VAX is closer to 1.7 million people wow. worldwide. Wow. And, uh, and in addition to that, Medicare alone uh, produced stats that indicated in the month of September, 48,000 people on Medicare died within 48 hours of taking the jab. So, you know, whose data are you going to believe? They're not reporting and they're not reporting for a reason. And, you know, I mean, like I say, uh, Dr. Hansen, the difficulty with this particular uh, protocol is so difficult it's so difficult. It's very difficult for Americans to deal with psychologically, and it's very difficult to deal with it from a, a position of faith. But I tell you, people are going to have to decide, choose this day whom you will serve. I choose this day whom you will serve, because you really have no choice. I totally and, agree. And wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be nice, Dr. Hansen, if this wasn't upon the world? But it is. Wouldn't it be nice if we could pretend that we hadn't that this hadn't arrived, but it has. And so as a consequence, what do we as a people do? Well, I know you and I uh, for probably the last 15 years, besides doing many interviews together on radio and television, um, things like this, we have spoken in conferences together. I've organized different all day conferences, used you, I used uh, different politicians warning about what 
right now we're experiencing the takeover of the United States of America as well as the world. And in fact, we've even reported where the Georgia guidelines a long time ago said they want to reduce the population down to one half billion people. One half billion people. Steve, you and I have warned for the last probably 15 years of what is happening right now. Yeah, and of course, you know, the thing is, is that we can talk about, you know, we've talked also about the failure of most of the of most of the churches to deliver a real message. And this has been a, a huge co-op on the part of the churches. The churches should not have been falling for any of this. They should have been standing up a long time ago. They didn't do it. So, you know, what can we say? You know, there's nothing that we can do about it now except to say that, you know, for those people who are in Washington, and I'm trying to talk to your your audience here, Dr. Hansen, you've got a real difficult future ahead of you You have a, you're, because you have a real difficult choice ahead of you. And it is a choice that is now going to come down to if you fail to do the governor's directive, then you're going to lose your business you're going to lose your ability to function in society and uh you know your children are going to be compromised you know you have to give serious consideration as to what you're going to do now well i agree this um and so this this report as i've been listening to your summation of of possibly the the actual death count where they're saying that 150,000 americans 150,000 Americans alone have been killed. Uh, so you totally accept that within the realm of possibility. Oh, yeah, that's that's way underestimated. That's way underestimated. You know, we know that, for instance, all you have to do is look at the media, the national media, and you can see their chief sponsor for every major New York media is Pfizer. That's their top sponsor. We know that Anthony Fauci has used American tax dollars to uh, to reach gain of function that is to say, to develop bioweapons that have been released in the United States. And by the way, they're continuing to do so. They're continuing to develop further bioweapons. We know that Fauci was engaged in experiments where beagles were had their voice boxes cut out and their heads stuck into boxes where insects could eat them alive. We know that he experimented on children. We know that he experimented on AIDS orphans in New York. And he did this with American tax dollars. And, you know, he's the Dr. Joseph Mangala of our day. And yet he is completely protected by the federal government. He's completely protected by the media. He's completely protected by the FDA, who, by the way, are you know in criminal conspiracy with Fauci and these other organizations to do what they're doing. So, no, they cannot be believed at all. They can't be trusted at all. They're, they're, they're criminal organizations engaged in crimes against humanity as we speak. And so we can sit back and say, well, you know, one of the, the one of the critical questions for me is, what happened to all our tax dollars that went into the FBI? What happened to all our tax dollars that went into the various law enforcement that was supposed to take care of these problems, supposed to arrest criminals? You know, it's like Joe Stalin once said, you know, to kill a person is murder, but to kill a million is just a statistic. And this is what they are engaged in, and they're engaged in it with complete freedom to do whatever they wish to do. And there is no one to stop them. Wow. Headline news, again, backing up what we've been discussing, what Attorney Pigeon has been discussing. It says, Brighton, emergency rooms across America are being swamped by post-vaccine patients suffering organ failure. 
So here they're trying to say that, again, this will protect you, but uh, all of the research I'm doing through independent news, etc., talks about uh, how these uh, vaccines instead are destroying you, are killing you. Well, John, I don't know if you had the chance to see the research that came out of the United Kingdom, but the research coming out of the United Kingdom said that what's happening with the vax is this, is that in the first 24 hours, it has a 94% efficacy in terms of stopping uh, the contagion. However, after 24 hours, it begins to plummet rapidly. And it doesn't just plummet to zero. It goes below zero and begins to destroy your immune system. And that you lose your immune system at about 5% per week until at the end of 20 weeks, you have arrived at zero. And what does that mean? That means that at the end of about 40 weeks, having after taking the bags, you have ended up with you know, acquired autoimmune deficiency syndrome, AIDS. And this is the case with virtually all vaccinated who received a real vaccine. Now, ladies and, and gentlemen, so- you're listening to the Warning Radio program. Special guest has been attorney Stephen Pigeon, fights both in the federal and state Supreme Court, ran for attorney general, Washington State. Eric Hurd uh, from Hawaii, uh, Sons of Issachar, Uh, We're going to continue next week. We're going to start with Mike Yadin, timetable to tyranny. Mike Yadin, an ex-Pfizer scientist, sent this out Thursday. We're approaching stage five. Establish chaos in martial law. May God bless you. Tune in again next week as we continue with attorney Stephen Pigeon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.